What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Yeah, and uh, we have a very special guest here today. We have Wood Bully, and yeah, we're very excited about it. And anybody that listened or watched last week knows that we're still in the same place we were at the last episode. We recorded these back-to-back. Yes, we're, we're in Florida. We're still at the okay. International Builder <laughs> Show in the same room at the same table. Yep. We didn't come back a week later. We recorded them at the same time. We're just releasing them a week apart. So, uh, Gordon South, Wood Bully, LTD, what's going on? Not much. I'm just here in sunny Florida. Closer to the mic. Closer to the mic. I'm just here. (laughs) Get like so close to it. Yeah, there you go. I'm just here in Florida enjoying the sunny weather. Put the mic in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to charge more if I had (laughs) Um, so yeah, what, what, what's going on? You're down here from Canada. Um, where in Canada are you from? Toronto. Okay. The only place in Canada that matters. Uh, (laughs) hockey hall of fame is there. I was there as a young, young chap. Oh, um, it's nice because it's like minus 20 there right now in in Celsius. 20? In Celsius. So what is that? Uh, I think somebody told me last week, like minus 32. It's where they meet. Is where they meet. Yes. Yeah. So when we get to minus 32, you are also at minus 32. You experience the same pain. It's so cold. Yeah. It's extremely cold. That's as cold as it gets for us. And minus 20 seems extreme. It is extreme. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds horrible. See, sounds okay. difficult. We were just in Boston, Massachusetts two weeks ago, and it got me thinking, why did people say, yeah, let's stop here and set up shop? Why didn't they keep going south where it's warmer and it's even more... It's even more up in Canada. Why did, why did people stay there and say, this is okay and I want to live in this manner? <laughs> I think it has to do with the water and uh, transportation of goods. That's why most major cities are around major bodies of water. Oh, yeah. That is mm. true. Yeah. yeah that's you, went, you went like actually logic. That's, just what, that's what I was educated yeah. towards. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> most metropolises are near bodies of water where you can transport goods. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. From other um, metropolises. From yeah. one metropolis to another. Yeah. And it doesn't matter the, you know, yep. the temperature. Also um, food, food source near water is, is abundant. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're already diversifying the topics here on this podcast so much. And Going off topic. to, um, to just kind of introduce, to set the scene for everybody, um, Wood Bully is somebody I have I've seen online for a while. Um, I recently just started following you on Instagram. I just thought that I was already following you, but I wasn't. I don't know. Maybe I see you posted on Facebook. I've seen it so much that I just thought that I was following you, and I wasn't until I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. But um, but I've been seeing your work. So before you mm-hmm. wouldn't let you escape. I, yeah, probably. Whatever you're doing is better because I was seeing it and I wasn't following you. So yeah. like whatever you're doing, it's working really well. And we've we've had a small amount of conversation through Instagram and stuff like that. But I wanted to save most of the fun introduction, getting to know you, talking shop for live on the podcast. So um, that's what we're going to get into today. We have a very, well, I don't know. I mean, it, it appears that we have a pretty similar 
business model. We're, we're seeing value in the same kind of thing. So yep. it'd be interesting to um, unravel that a little bit more on the show. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we're doing yeah. right now. That's exactly <laughs> what we're in the process of doing. If I just stopped saying that we're going to unravel it, we yeah. would start unraveling it. So <laughs> I, we should probably just get into it. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So tell us a little bit about, you know, just what your vision was. Because how long have you been in business? I've been in this business for 18 years, but Woodbilly LTD has been in business for two years. Two years. Two years, okay. wow. What? You started working when you were 15? Yep. Building fences. Is there, like, do you guys go to school in Canada? Is we that... do. It's a summer job because because oh, okay. of the winter, the construction Nobody... <laughs> season is abundant in the summer. So mm. um, even when I finished high school, I would still get laid off every winter because... It's cold. Uh, a union gig was like winning the lottery when I was yeah. younger for some reason, just from where I came from or whatever, but... Uh, we just dig. Di- I just dig ditches and use the post pounder for the first few years of my career. Yeah, so um, you're pretty adept at that piece of machinery, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then that made me in really good shape. Yeah. When I was young. Not, yeah. Not anymore. But yeah, I was. me neither. I know. <laughs> I know how that goes. Um, so what so were you doing between fence building and um, now outdoor I, living building? Um, so when I would get laid off in the winters, <laughs> um, I would get jobs at temp agencies when I was younger, like when I was 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And then temp agencies, they just send you to a factory to pack up like whatever in a warehouse or something like that. It's like just temp jobs. Snow or They're the worst jobs ever. The worst <laughs> jobs ever. Yeah, we would make ice cubes <laughs> <laughs> to ship them down here so people could have cold drinks. Oh, nice. <laughs> we appreciate what that you do good. for us. They then. paid like six bucks an hour uh, Canadian. <laughs> I think that's like... Four Americans. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was the gist of it. So I learned a lot of uh, of uh, what what you would think were arbitrary skills, or like uh, just from just from working with different types of people. Yeah. You also get to find out what a lifer is, like somebody who decides to work at one job for twenty five years, and you just look at how sad <laughs> he is, and you know you just have to walk out. I found the great thing about temp agencies was I quit my job on on like on the drop of a dime if I felt like it. I just walk out the doors, <laughs> don't give any notice, didn't even call or tell anybody, just walk out the doors, embrace the sunshine and freedom. Yeah. And I would never look back. And then I'd call the agency and tell them <laughs> I need a new placement. And uh, they'd say, well, you can't really just do that, but we'll set you up with something else. And it worked out. I did maybe 50 different jobs over the course of like five really? years in the wow. winters. Because I, um, in Canada, <laughs> what's big in the construction industry is uh, a lot of guys collect unemployment when they're off for the winter. And it's like a gray area where they're not necessarily entitled to it because they're able-bodied and ready to work. They can go find work. Yeah. But most of them just say, yeah, looking for work, can't find it. Yeah. And then, and then in the spring, their boss calls them and says, we're ready to start again. And that's how it was for a while. It's, it's not really like that anymore, especially the way I run my company. We're going all the time. Yeah. And there's no real need to stop because it's cold, but like, who cares, right? Yeah. And that was, that's honestly one of the things uh, we used to stop for the winter. And like some winters, we don't even get snow. Like it's it's not that in, cold. In, aren't you in Maine? No, in, we're in New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. I was gonna say because that's further north. We're mainly in New Jersey, like a hundred percent exclusively. Um, yeah. Have you always been in New Jersey? Are you mainly, sure? Mainly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of someone else's Instagram now. Maybe. Who, yeah. who are you? Where am I? I don't know. <laughs> we trapped you here. Okay. Um, New Jersey gets snow, doesn't it? No, it, it does. It definitely it does. does. But, no, like, the last not. couple winters have been pretty mild. And, I mean, like, when we get snow, it's like, you know, I don't know. We might get six, like, 
10, like 14 inches is like a huge snowstorm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not that cold compared to Canada where I see people shoveling off the deck and all that kind of stuff and working straight to the winter. So like once I became like more a part of like the Instagram community and, and there's so many deck builders and, and, you know, outdoor living people that are in Canada and I'm like, yeah, it's like really cold here in New Jersey, but like I'm seeing all these people in Canada or, you know, people in Minnesota where it's like they have, you know, a hundred inches of snow a year and I'm sitting there at home like, oh, it's too cold. So that was one of the things that was like, all right, if they can work through the winter, we can find a way to work through the winter. Um, exactly. I still hate yeah. it. I hate it. <laughs> um, I look at framers are, are they, they like house framers, carpenters have always worked all year. Yeah. And we're as a deck builder, everyone's like, oh, we have to go inside. I'm like, they're still doing it. Yeah. So put some of those hot hand things in your gloves and shut up. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. You complain for one second. I will. Yeah, we get you. the heat gun. We leave the heat gun out. If you if you can't feel your hands, hit the heat gun for five minutes and get back to work. Yeah, love What's that. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. Love it. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Get stuff done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone's happy. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they're <laughs> it sounds like they're miserable, but <laughs> but it's nice in the summertime, and that's what we're gonna focus on is when it's nice. Yeah. Um, so, what does your crew look like? What ha- Um, my current crew going to this year, we have three people. I got my main guy. Chuck, he's my lead hand, lead carpenter. Um, he's, he's a very creative guy, so I like having him around. But uh, he was a roofer who went to school for carpentry, and then I basically hired him after his placement was finished from, car- from the school carpentry college that he went to. And uh, he could do everything I can do in terms of, like, finish work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just taught the basics of how I do things, and now I don't have to worry about him. I can leave and... I just make sure he's just make sure the job is done right, and then I have uh, a new guy actually who reached out on uh, TikTok for a job. He was willing to work for free for the first year, but I'm paying him for a year. What? Yeah, just to learn from what he says is the master. But I don't know. But yeah, I am paying him. He is an employee, and then I and then I have some subs. I have a stone guy that I use, and he has his own crew, and uh, you know, plumbers, electricians, that kind of stuff. We sub out. When you say stone guy, are you talking, uh, you know, vertical stone veneer? Are you talking pavers? I do the pavers. We do the pavers because okay. I've done landscaping, yeah. project management, and stuff like that when I was in a, another company. When I was an employee, someone yeah. else, I handled all that stuff. So, but when it comes to like wet lays that are going to withstand minus thirty, yeah, that's where I call him in because yep. he knows that sand to mix to Portland yeah. combo that works perfectly, looks the same color as the Indian flagstone, and yeah. doesn't pop. When it goes to minus 30. And yeah. uh, so I call him in for that crazy stuff. Or chipping thin stone faces and stuff like in the rock face on it. Yeah. And uh, there's some stuff I don't know how to do with stones, but I know how to grade. I know how to excavate. I know how to lay a stone on the floor. Yeah. Sure. It's, yeah. Pretty yeah. pretty straightforward. It's like. With HPB, it's, it's like set two poles, drag a piece of stick. and Yep. Like HPB, high performance base. Um, we don't call it that in America. We just call it like. I guess that's open graded. We call base. it high performance bedding. A bedding, not base. Bedding. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's like a quarter inch clean stone. That's right. That's what we call yeah, it. Yeah, okay. it's like kitty litter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that uh, right off the bat that is very interesting to me is how long did you work for this other company, learning your skill set? Um, well, when I was like I said, when I was fifteen, I got a job with my uncle who worked for a fence building company that primarily chain link fences. So my job yeah. was pounding posts and digging holes. 
Um, and then I started, he started to take on wood jobs because I had the interest because I don't know why I thought that for me, carpentry was like being a doctor. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I just was like, I just want to do real construction, not the fake construction. And yeah. So he started selling wood fences and I started being pretty good at them and proficient at that. And then he started selling decks and I had no idea what I was doing in that regard because I had zero training in structure or any engineering. I didn't understand anything. So it took me a while to read all the books and, and go through that. And then I started teaching the owner of the company and my uncle and all the other carpenters at work how to actually frame a deck correctly and yeah. what was going on there. And then he started selling more of those. But I only worked with him until I was about 20. And then I decided to get into real construction again. And I, I had a small commercial flooring business where I basically got a lot of subcontracts changing carpet tiles in office buildings at night. Yeah. I thought it would be lucrative. And I thought doing commercial construction was real construction. But it was, it was nonsense. Ruined my <laughs> knees, my ears, everything. But uh, uh, went from that, realized that the, the subcontracting commercial business isn't set up for the success of one individual. It's actually set up to dry you out, kill yeah. you, and destroy your company overnight <laughs> so they don't have to pay you, right? <laughs> and uh, so you, it's, it's one of those things you really have to always fight for, and you'll never have what you think you deserve. So I closed that company and went and became a foreman building decks again. And then doing, and in this company, they were a landscape design and build company. Um, Where are we at timeline here? How old are you at this um, point? At this point. That you start working for this. You were 20 when you left your uncle's company. How long did you do the? I did the flooring for probably three years. Okay. So you're 23. Mm -hmm. 23, you start working for yeah. the, I mean, give or take. I started and, and I became a foreman. Yeah. Um, this is, there was, there was three jobs actually where I became a foreman. Now I understood how to build how to frame, how to do all this stuff, but I didn't know my terminology at all. Yeah. Not correctly. So any real carpenter, like a red seal is what we call in Ontario when you're, when you're licensed, certified, um, is they would, they would laugh at me. So um, I was always very strategic and I wanted a job as a foreman. I didn't want to start at a lead hand or as a laborer and work my way up. I was like, I'm going to go buy a truck before I even get the job because I know if I have a truck, the chance of be becoming a foreman are much higher because it saves the boss, you know, purchasing a truck, the expenses, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden I'm now 30 grand cheaper or whatever, just to hire me off off because I have my own truck. And I set up four job interviews with four companies that were small enough to hire yeah. me, but big enough to afford a proper wage and keep me working. And the first interview I went to was one that's in Toronto. Actually, I don't mind telling this, who, who it is. It was a company called Royal Dex and they're big uh, in the GTA. And uh, I went in for my interview and I didn't know anything. This is, I was 23, this was 10 years ago. Yeah. I didn't know, I knew how to build stuff. So if you give me the wood, I can build it. But I didn't understand what a ledger was, what a joist or what stringers were, or any of the actual terminology. And I remember him, he wasn't the owner. He was the, I think he was just like the manager of the business. And he's like, got a whiteboard out in the interview. He's like, I want to see what you know. And I'm like, well, I start by nailing the thing to the wall. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like the stringer to the wall. He's like, we're not at Stringers yet. Yeah. And he just shook his head and he's like, I'll give you a call. And that was the end of the video. But well, well, he, well, I was screwing up the interview. He was actually educating me. That's a ledger. That's a joist. This is the beam. Yeah. These are the footings, right? Just a simple, simple floor of deck structure. And then I went to my next interview 40 minutes later and I just repeated everything he said. Yeah. And I got the job. And this is, you're, you're 23 at this point yeah. and 23 to, uh, you're 33 now and you've been wood bully for two years. So there's eight years there 
that you are, I guess, working, I don't know if you're working for the same company, but you're working for different contractors. Well, I got a job as a foreman with this guy for three seasons, I think I did, or two seasons. Yeah. And then I used the experience from him to get into the real company that I wanted to work for, the one who does really good work, and I really wanted to learn, cut my teeth, yeah. doing high-end finished carpentry and high-end stonework and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but Woodbully's actually three years old because I had a sole proprietor for a year before I incorporated, Yeah. if that makes sense. I don't know, I don't know how it works in the U.S., but... It's, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, but that's, I guess, just... A little surprising to me because, like, I I feel like, I don't know, we just seem like we're very similar in a lot of ways. And, like, I I have done a lot of things, like, where you're saying, like, yeah, I didn't feel like working there, so I walked out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had not that many jobs, but the jobs that I did have, I left pretty much in that manner. I was like, I don't feel like listening to you right yeah. now. I'm out of here. Yep. Um, but... But then you you worked under people for eight years, which is I don't know. It just doesn't totally seem like you you seem like you are um, built to do your own thing, be your own boss, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I think there is. I I struggled for. I basically started the business and was just like learning as I went. Where you kind of uh, you know. I'm I need sure. I need a Yoda. I need to find Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. So you and learned all these things and then yes. um you know, then you go out on your own and that's that's I think what we what we really want to get into because what you're what you're building now, I think is really unique in a lot of ways. The things that you're doing, obviously the projects are are unique. Um, you know, you're focusing on design and, and everything like that and you're and you're and you're trying to build cool stuff. Um but there's a lot of companies that build really cool stuff out there, but there's not a lot of companies that are trying to capture it in the way that you are, the way that I am. Um, yeah. And it's it's a way that highlights you as a professional that shows off the, the type of work that you're able to do. But um, I think you're doing it in a very similar way that we are in like kind of an entertaining not take yourself too serious, yeah. like fun, approachable, relatable kind of thing. Um, what what kind of what led to your kind of your your brand is that feel where it's fun, it's entertaining, but at the end of the day or at the end of the video, it is we're building cool stuff. Yeah, we're yeah. joking around, we're acting like you know we're acting goofy, but the point of every video is. Yeah, we're goofy, but we're building cool stuff, and that's kind of what we do. Yeah, for me, it's funny when people say that my videos are funny because that's me trying to be serious. Yeah, <laughs> and I always like where people are like, "Your videos are hilarious." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So that's What's, just you just trying to be you? extremely professional. Being, I know, I was me just being in character, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, but uh, I, I never intentionally because I always felt like, "How can I make this funny?" That's impossible. So I'm just gonna just be myself. Yeah. But then people say it's funny, and I'm missing the jokes. But I guess I'm making, and maybe it's the time, the way I talk, the placement. I don't know. I think it's yeah. I think um, well, I think the the first thing, every almost every one of, and we haven't really got into this, but you are you're doing a lot of really cool things on social media, TikTok. You have what like 170 thousand yeah. followers. You uh, I just saw today you hit 50 thousand on Facebook. You've got I don't know 10 15 on Instagram. 
So you're growing all these channels really quickly, which obviously means you're doing something that's resonating with people. And the one thing that people will know if they watch your videos is a lot of it is like you're showing off these little tips and every, almost every video or maybe every video starts off with pay attention, Brian. And I don't, I want to know, is Brian a real person or is Brian just the <laughs> avatar for your viewer? Because I like it either way. I don't know if I can answer that question. I think I'm legally, legally. You're going to keep that secret yeah. to not know if I. I well, I, he could be a real person. It almost doesn't even matter is what you're saying. I know a lot of people named Brian. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, uh, you know, Brian is Brian. Um, no, I. I've, Brian's asked me not to share any information about Brian <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. So that's just okay. one of those questions that, uh, I unfortunately, think maybe after we turn the mics off, I'll tell you. You can tell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> tell I, I, think, I think really it doesn't matter either way, but the way that you do it in every video, it's kind of like, you know, you watch a few videos and you start to like, I don't know, it, it's, it's such a, really super unique way to like brand your videos and yeah like they're all these like little tips that people can you know and and it's like you're you're talking to brian but your viewer is brian you're saying pay right. attention brian and you might as well be saying pay attention viewer yeah it's but like it's apprentice like it, pov yeah it's it's yeah. really it's really um just super unique super creative and being so nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I legit think that you've, I, I see that like, like at the end of the day, I mean, I think we're building cool stuff. I think you're building cool stuff, but I don't know, building cool stuff. I think not that that's easy, but I think we're, what, what makes us different. So many people build really cool stuff, but, um, you're creating the content around it and, and the way you're going about it is super unique. And, um, I don't know. It's yeah. like the pay attention, Brian, is just like a super, um, it's like sort of meta. It's sort of, it's, Somehow, like a, it's a, I don't know if it, if it was a, a purposeful thing that you planned out to be like a really cool thing, or it was like you started saying it and then it was like, okay, we need to keep saying this because this it's, is a good idea. It's like the, I didn't do it kid Simpsons episode. Ever seen that where Bart knocks down the stage and says, I didn't do it. And then he becomes an overnight celebrity and everyone just wants him to say, I didn't do it. And he's sick of saying it. <laughs> You're like the, the uh, guy, like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to, like a one hit wonder. And they're like, sing that one song. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, no. Yeah. But no, I, it, it wasn't on purpose. I'm going to tell you that the truth is, I the first time I said it, I meant it. Um, I feel like, the second gonna, time can it was I guess? Like, I feel like there used to be somebody named Brian that worked for you that was kind of, you know, you were like, pay attention, Brian. And now he doesn't work there, but you keep saying, pay attention, Brian. Is that? You're not entirely true. You're not entirely accurate. But that whole statement isn't entirely accurate. But the first time I said it, I did mean it. And then I did two more videos where I did it on purpose because sometimes repetitive humor is funny. Like when you say the same thing three times, it just makes it funnier. The third time is the funniest. The fourth time, probably not funny anymore. So I decided to do three videos. And then I did another one, a fourth video where I didn't say it. And then people were messaging me and saying, why didn't you say pay attention, Brian? And yeah. I'm like, okay. And then even my wife's friend texted her and said, he just did a video and didn't say pay attention, Brian. I keep, I kept trying to get away from it. And then yeah. I just was like, people were like, we don't want to see anything else. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, if it's funny, we'll go for it. Yeah. I think that is 
that's like a, a rule of comedy. You know, you say one thing and it's funny. You say it twice, it's kind of funny. You say it three times, it's like a little less funny. You say it like four times, and it's really not funny at all anymore. And then and like you say five, 10, times. but then you keep <laughs> saying it. It's like the irony that you keep using it. It becomes really funny, but in a different way. Yeah. And um, that's something that I do all the time. I'll do like the same thing over and over again. And it's like, okay, it was funny like two times. And now it's like super annoying for like a week. But then it's like, wow, he stuck with it. And he's still saying it. And now yeah. it's, it's funny. That now he we integrated yeah. it into our... Exactly. So I don't know. I just think that that is like uh, just a a weird, wacky, genius uh, branding thing that you've done, um, which is really cool. Um, just did it by accident. I just wanted to get free tools. <laughs> I was like, let's just make a video of me cutting a bird's mouth or something like, yeah. you know, something simple. So or I think the first one I the first the first one I ever did is I just put uh, the speed square on the two by four and cut it. Yeah, I get with the shoe with the shoe played against yep. the speed square. It was like, that's how it's done. Yeah, and then it I I that was that my yeah, and that was the only one on YouTube that I got any traction on. Every other yeah. YouTube video has fallen flat. I have no idea how to use YouTube. I don't yeah. even watch it in my personal time either, so I have no idea what's going on on YouTube. But I know you are good at YouTube. Use, yeah. I assume so. I don't know because I don't watch it, but I heard that you are good on YouTube. Yeah. To you, it's YouTube. To me, it's MeTube. Yeah, it's RTube. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I have checked out your YouTube channel, and you're doing, like, basically, like, YouTube shorts. Yeah, I'm just um, putting all my TikTok stuff on YouTube. Yeah, which yeah. um, which is, YouTube's really at, like, a, a I don't know, it's, it's, it's a weird area right now because it used to be just long format videos and that's the one thing I love about it is like it's so much more effort like there's such a higher level of entry into that world because like to do YouTube fully you have to like it's just such an investment of time to make a 10 minute video it's so hard (laughs) but I'm yawning you almost made me yawn just saying (laughs) I swear to god I think I mean I'm going to throw out a prediction that you will be doing YouTube videos long format. I think, yeah. obviously, it's the next progression of where you're going. Well, the last couple of sites, we had a cameraman there the entire time. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't start making YouTube videos until like year four. And, but that's, it seems like that's where your business is going. So I want to know where, what were your goals when you first started the business? Let me know that first, and then I'll ask the next question. Okay, so I knew I already had that commercial flooring company, and I learned some hard lessons and decided that I'm going to go take some business courses, read some books, because I didn't understand the actual financial structure of business. So if that explains why I took the time off um, to be be a project manager and a foreman and everything else and cut Mm -hmm. my teeth and learn the actual terminology, not only that, but I wanted to work underneath successful business owners and just basically pry them with for questions all the time. Yeah. And I do that. I did that. I got into the point where I was seeing all the numbers from a, a very successful multi-million dollar landscaping business. Yeah. And um, it opened my eyes to how this, this, how much, like even people watching this, the average deck builder doesn't realize how short he's selling himself every day. Yeah. Like it's remarkable mm-hmm. the difference between when people are, I don't know how to say this. I always try to say things without sounding like a dickhead. Um, but like the difference could be three times your income. Yeah. Or more take home after taxes. And three times, uh, 
a carpenter with 30 years experience working for someone else. You can make three times that. Yeah. Four times that, five times that, depending on the type of business you have. But they don't realize what that actually is, where it gets stupid, where it's like, am I really making the same thing as a doctor? Yeah. Building decks? Nobody's willing to even absorb that as, as, a, as something that can happen. But when I, when I was seeing this larger company run and I was like seeing what the boss was taking a quarter home, uh, taking home like a quarter million as a salary. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I want that. Yeah. Why am I taking home 30 bucks an hour? Well, I think there's, there's like a, there's two very distinct weight. Like there's the people that are carpenters that just happen to fall into their own business and they're still carpenters, but they're running the, the business. And then there's people that are business owners that are entrepreneurs that build decks and it's 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 kind of two yeah. different ways but most of the time it is you know usually somebody that like is just an entrepreneur and a businessman doesn't find their way into the deck industry because it's so random but so it's usually either most of the time people start as a builder and sometimes they grow out of that and mm -hmm. and find you know themselves in an entrepreneurial, you know, uh, business role, but other times, and most of the time with most businesses in any construction industry, they're operators, they're, um, you know, they are mechanics that are working in their right. business and not on their business. It's job creation. They create their own job. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They're not creating a business. They're creating a job for themselves. Yeah. And, which is, um, which is just, it's just, I mean, if, if they're happy doing that, then that's yeah, amazing. Exactly. But I just, I just wanted a little bit of what everyone else was getting. Yeah. A little bit of that right? chatter, baby. Give me some of that. <laughs> Heck I'm yeah. tired of being the downtrodden. Yeah. Right. So I just seen, I have a skill set. Um, I was, I happen to be good at, you know, art. So I know how, yeah. to, I know what looks good. I know what, going to catch people's attention for some weird reason. When I was younger, I was really good at getting attention from a lot of people. So I knew how to get eyeballs. So in terms of marketing is something I've always had a second nature to be good at in terms of just getting as much attention as possible yeah. on something. So I did get to a point where I was getting a lot of side jobs and I was turning them down because I didn't have time to do them while I was still working. Um, so then when I started Wood Bully, I wanted to create a name and a brand that I could stick to anything and would look good, whether it's merch Big fences, signs are, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. And I wanted to make sure that it's like, it was as recognizable as Coca-Cola or, or anything like that. So I would say more so now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even close, but I just wanted it to be, if, if it had the potential to grow, the brand wouldn't slow me down and the brand yeah. would actually help me. Yeah, and yeah. the brand would be also, I didn't say, you know, deck bully or fence bully. It's wood bully design and build. If I want to start building houses... I could start gearing towards that direction if that's where I want to go as a contractor or as a, as a company. Do we want to be home builders? Probably. If you've yeah. seen the margins compared to what we do, it, it's probably the same, but one just seems like more headaches, which for some reason I like to take on. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the point was I wanted to create that brand, and um, I did that before I even started the company. So I came up with the term wood bully because I was showing Brian yeah. um, how to steer the lumber when we were putting on the rim joist. And... Uh, and the joists are sometimes up, down. You know, we're using pressure-treated wood. I mean, you have to steer it. Like, you have to tell the wood what to do. You need to bully the wood, yeah. right? you got to be the wood bully, man. Don't, <laughs> don't show me the rim joist is steering off into the air by two feet and then yeah. don't nail that in. Yeah. You out of your mind? It has to be perfect. Regardless yeah. of what the wood is telling you, you make it, you make it go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I, that, for some reason when I said that, it's one of those things that stuck in my, my long-term memory. So when I was sitting down thinking of ideas, 
it was in my brain. Yeah. And I so wrote it down. I think you just mm-hmm. gave uh, away a little bit of, um, so Brian worked at your old company. No. Well, yes. And technically yes, but he also worked at Wood Bully. Okay. So, all right. So that is what kind of got you into it. It sounds like it was all about the cheddar. You, you, no, saw, no, you no. saw that big, that big dollar amount. That's where I decided to, to grow an actual <laughs> brand. It wasn't all about the money because obviously the money doesn't come right away. Um, or even in the second year, I've, you know, you find new problems that slow you down yeah. based on. But what it did was it showed me what was possible. It showed yeah. me where the market was. And the type of market that I wanted to get into um, was the type of, and I knew I had the chops to reach that market. Yeah. Right. I knew I wasn't, I knew I was good at doing high end work so I could achieve the high end market that I wanted. So that was the plan. Yeah. Um, basically, um, and then I started my Instagram, my Facebook and all my social medias before I even opened the company. And then for, for the solid year, while I still had my old job, I would, uh, advertise and I would sell jobs and tell them I was booked 12 months out. Everyone who called, I said, I'm booking for next year. We're all booked up this year. And it worked to the point where my first year in business, I never took a day off. Yeah. It was all projections were made. My spreadsheets were made. I had my projections. I seen, you know, what the company was going to make gross, net, what, I feel blah, like blah, I'm, blah. I feel like I'm talking to a mirror almost. I don't you know. You did it's... the same thing? No, I didn't do not. You just not, like that idea. Just like on a, on, on a, just, I don't know. It's just, a, it's. Everything that you're doing is just not the norm. It's not mm-hmm. what, you know, building a standard, you know, construction company looks like. I don't it's even know that. how to do that. Yeah, exactly. Because I didn't have any money. I started the company yeah. with, um, I think, I registered the company. They were doing 50% off on company registration. I spent 30 bucks instead of 60 and that was the, the, the only investment I made. Yeah, it's but it, it just from, like, a, just approaching everything differently and, and like, you know, saying, and I always thought that I was kind of an outsider to the construction industry, which was mm-hmm. a huge benefit to me because I didn't have these preconceived ideas of how to grow a business. And it's just interesting. Like, I just feel like we're very similar on like, Hey, like, you know, this isn't, I, I don't know. Like, this is how we're going to do it because this is a good idea. And you know, not a lot of people do that. Like not a lot of people are like, I'm going to start my own business, but I'm going to stay working for this other company for a year. And I'm just going to brand it and say, yeah, we are an extremely successful company. And we are booked out one entire year from now. And currently, we still are booked out a full yeah. year out. Yeah. In legitimate sales. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's just a an absolute, like, it's a ridiculous concept to think that you would do, but when it's the things it. you always think about but never do. I just one day no, woke I up and decided that, to start doing yeah. all the things I was. I, I would always have ideas and people like, "Wow, well, it's a good idea. Too bad no one's ever going to do it." Yeah. Why don't I? Why don't I do that? I, I I don't think that anybody would think of that. I think it's a really super novel idea to say, <laughs> "I am going to say that we're booked out an entire year and create this, you know, buzz fake. Uh, it's called buzz. You know, exclusivity <laughs> kind uh-huh. of thing. Uh huh. And it is like, you know, it's, Exclusive. yeah, exactly. It's, you want it's, the wood bully? Yeah, you exactly. Wait. You got to wait an entire year <laughs> oh, and you're yeah. like, I don't know. I kind of haven't even heard of this guy before, but he's booked out an entire <laughs> yeah. year. It kinda, almost seems like he it. just started his business and he's never done a job on his own. But like that type of thinking is like, 
don't know. It's a, it's a genius idea and it obviously worked. And <laughs> I don't think, not that I, I don't, like, I think people would be willing to do that idea. Yep. They probably will when they hear this, but, like, oh, I no. don't think a lot of people <laughs> I don't think they could pull it off, that though. Idea. I think I know a lot of people who started companies the same time as me, worked the same company as me. It was, like, four or five people all started, did the same thing I did. Like, <laughs> we're out of here. We're doing this on our own. One guy is very successful as a craftsman. He's the best carpenter I've ever met. He's doing really well, but he has no ambitions of growing yeah. or building something bigger than what it is now, which is him being busy, doing what he loves, and paying his mortgage, which is, and he's doing amazing. And the other two, they change the name of their company every year because... They're just taking deposits and running? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I noticed that a new name for their company comes up on Instagram, and I'm like, what's up, bro? What's going on? But uh, so, so I know it's not easy. I know a lot of people want to do it, so I know that even with my crazy idea, it doesn't mean it was going to be successful. I just, I seen, I had a plan, and I stuck to it, basically. Well, I mean, it also, you know, coming up with the idea is one thing, but then actually talking to a client and saying, yes, we are booked out an entire year, knowing in your head that you've never built a project under this company, Woodbully, it takes a certain amount of confidence. And um, it's so, yeah, the idea is one thing, which I think is super novel, but also not everybody that hears that is going to be able to look somebody in the eye and say, yes, we are super exclusive. We are booked out a year. I don't say we're super exclusive. Well, yeah, they, they just get the vibe of that. Yeah. When <laughs> you're booked out a year. I just say we're, we're currently available to do your job <laughs> next spring. Yeah. So it's not Is a that lie. Okay? It's not a lie. It's not a lie at all. Because I That's currently I'm have available. a job for yeah, the well, next year. Yeah, well, I'm not going to spill yeah. all my personal business. <laughs> that would be unprofessional, <laughs> right? I think I think that is just a genius idea. I'm that, glad you think like, that. Yeah. It's, I think it's it's extremely outside the box. It's it's an idea like I think I would come up with. I didn't come up with that one. I came up with different ideas, but it's so similar <laughs> yep. to the way that I think, which is just. I don't know. I just think that that's super, that super interesting. Yeah. Um, but okay. So we've, we've dived, dived or dove. We've doesn't matter. We dove. We've dove. We've, we dove. We dove. Yes. We collectively dove we into dove. what, <laughs> what put <laughs> you from working for somebody else to start your own business. And that has been the last two to three years your first year, you were booked out for a whole year, so you couldn't do any jobs. I've been booked out a whole year <laughs> since the day I incorporated the business. Hasn't so, stopped. kind of almost in a sense, you are like booking jobs as you're ready to do them. Like, no, if you well, hadn't started... Well, we started start the design process pretty much right away. Yeah. And then, you know, permits and... But, but if, I mean, I had, if I hadn't slingshot myself... You set yourself up a year in advance, so like, you were just like, all I need to do is keep up... With it seems like that, I but I do turn down ninety percent of the oh, work. Oh, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, I only take on the clients that I think either a they they appreciate my taste and yeah. what I want to do with their project, yeah. or b they they just have good taste themselves. Yeah, um, but I don't want to you know build a pressure treated deck. Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, like what you're like if you if you sold out an entire year before you started, um, for you like what you're doing now for you to sell one job for the amount of time it takes you to build one job like yeah i mean you're probably turning down three jobs in that amount of time mm -hmm. which i think is another super i mean we 
we do that to the, like the utmost extreme because we're not trying to grow at all, and it's it's kind of almost to a ridiculous point now. Are you at one crew, one solid? Just, yeah, just one crew. Same. And is that, um, are you comfortable with that, or are you gonna try to? No, I'm insanely comfortable with that. I don't want to grow at all. I don't think I'm good at that. Um, I don't know, but we just got done the, the I podcast feel like you with should Chris. Say we don't want to scale. Oh we yeah, do want to grow. Are you oh, concerned my God. about diluting yeah. the quality when you scale? No, no. I just think that we want to. I've always been one to uh, leverage my strengths, and I think my strength is vision and creativity, and um, kind of thinking outside the box. I think we, I think we both have kind of very yeah. similar strengths, and I see, I see our biggest opportunity and the thing that we're best suited for, and the company's built around, is to um, be the most watched outdoor living company content creator in the world, which, I, which is not that crazy. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably do have more you followers You are almost than me. my friend, and now yeah. you might be our <laughs> oh, <nemesis. no. laughs> You have the same dream as me? Ah. <laughs> I'll have to crush you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's almost like, I don't know. I feel like, you know... I, I haven't really felt like in this industry that there's like we just got done talking to Chris Breen, who is like, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're similar in some ways, but but in like a personality strengths, weaknesses, he is like my polar opposite, polar opposite. And like I learned so much from him. It feels like I'm talking into a mirror. It feels like we have the same strengths. We right. think in a very similar manner. That's why we can never be a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And that's that's what makes me so shocked that you were able to work for somebody for right. eight years because yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I, I can't even think. It was, was an the end game. Like, job. So I, ever I worked had. for different companies though, and I basically used the first couple of stepping stones to get to the big one, mm-hmm. and I worked for the big one because I wanted that experience. Um. I wanted to see what somebody with a master's degree knows yeah. without me getting one myself because that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, so without that, <laughs> I don't think I would have learned to to turn it from zero dollars to an, a million dollars in a year. Yeah. Like I did. Yeah. Right? I think um, I think it's it's interesting because I was I I would have benefited from that so much, but. Excuse me. When um, when I went into business, I think I was too stupid and naive to realize how much I needed to learn, and I was just like, yeah. my first business, I thought I was a businessman. All this, stuff. yeah. She yeah. she's the one who registered a company form. I didn't even know how to fill the forms, and yeah. then when the first tax form came in, I'm like writing in random spots. I'm like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Like that's why that did business didn't do well yeah. because I realized I had to I had to humble myself and say, okay, yep. maybe I'm not <laughs> as smart as I think I am, yep. and I need to hit the drawing board, and that's what I did. But it took five six years yeah. before I had the confidence to go. Okay, I think I'm ready to yeah. crush it now yeah and i mean it's it's it it kind of doesn't matter what path you took because i kind of did that you know re- thought i knew a lot and knew what was you know how to do everything and um and then i learned along the way that like okay i have a lot to learn like yeah oh no i think i think i knew like, i had a lot to what? learn but i <laughs> I don't think I knew exactly how hard it would be until I was in it, and then it's too late to back out. And so I was learning these things along the way. I think I would have had a much easier road if I had worked for a very successful company for five years, learned the ropes, mm-hmm. and then like just, you know, okay, 
Now and I'm going to take yeah. all this like logical, you know, practical stuff and I'm going to blend it with my creativity. Now we'll shoot to the moon. I was like riding that creativity yeah. and the vision stuff from the from the beginning and I was like that was like kind of dragging along all these things I was bad at and like luckily I was I felt like I was really good at the vision and the creativity that it was like uh, it's like that is pulling the all strength, these yeah. yeah so like me as a businessman not necessarily one of my strengths but something I've always been attracted to I've always been attracted to business so I like it I'm not going to say I'm should be out here being a guru for anyone to do business but it's something I've always taken an interest in so it's something yeah. even when I was younger I've always found it romantic you know so I've always liked it which well, a lot of people say that, then. Yeah, I would. You know, she was. In, uh, my wife's here. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so for me, the business part is just as exciting as yeah. the creative aspect, as as the design aspect. Now, I don't actually design like on AutoCAD myself. Yeah. Which is something I admit to. I don't need to keep that a secret or anything. But some people wonder. This is a safe space. You can yeah, be open yeah. with it. So, so I hire designers that I know and trust and I've worked for in the past or yeah. worked with in the past. And uh, I just give them my ideas. Like, I want this wall to look like this and I want it to stop here. And, you know, and then they make it into a drawing that I can present to a client in a professional way. Yeah. Where I'm not, I'm not trained in AutoCAD. So I'm not going to pretend, I'm not going to sit there and put in 10,000 hours in when I could do something else. Because I already yeah. know a dozen people who are really good at that and I'm going to let them do it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but so for me, design is more of like my version of design is like, I really think this would look cool like that. If you could like, yeah, turn that into a pic, they'll send me. I'm like, no, no, no. And then I'll do another crappy sketch and send it to yeah. the designer. They'll be like, like this. I'm like, yes, just like that. So that's, <laughs> it still ends up being our design that we collaborated on, but it's not necessarily. So I always give credit to the designers. Yeah. You know, I don't just, uh, I, I feel like. Designer. I feel like for a second we need to pause and apologize to Catherine because it's like kind of like me versus me going just back and forth, back yeah. and forth. And you it's guys like, are great at this. You keep us on track. To each if other, there's any like, specific questions you want to ask, it'll yeah. be your job to make sure. No, I have I mean, no idea what's going on. We kind of pride ourselves on not having any specific. We just let it. It usually, I don't know, it, but it's just like we're talking. Yeah. It's like no, you guys I'm are having great natural myself. conversation. <laughs> right now, so I'm just it's letting like it two happen. people just talking to. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm talking to myself and I'm hearing myself. Yeah, back. I always found it <laughs> like, even the way you marketed your business and I'm like, who else is doing outdoor living to the point where we're doing every square inch of backyards? Yeah. And then on the internet, the way we're doing it, there's literally no one else other than us two. Yeah. Is there? Uh, no, yeah, we are. No. Very, we're, oh, yes, we're we are. We're the same person. Yes, we are very. I know. I'm, I'm kind of getting like a little bit weirded out, and it's yeah, freaking it me is. out it a bit. Yeah, it is. a little freaky. Um, I thought that, too, because I've I seen your videos before I even started the company, I think, on Instagram, not YouTube. Okay. And I was like, that's me. I can do this. Yeah. And I yeah. did it. And I even messaged you and told you that with, like when I started the company, and you never responded. I'm sorry. It's, it was oh. not personal He's so popular. <laughs> I respond to everybody. Three, three, I... It, <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised. It was when you started the company three years ago. Oh, it was. I think it was three years ago. I sent it. I, it could have been. It could have been later that I actually told you. Okay. But I did send you that message, and I was like, on Instagram. Can't even get a follow back. Yeah, he just I've, followed me like a month ago. But he, he, I've been seeing your stuff. You're always posting it in the, like the deck builder forum. So like, I feel like I oh, see Facebook. it. I started yeah. doing that before my Facebook blew up. Now it's yeah. now I just post it on my own Facebook because I have fifty thousand followers finally. Like, oh, took a while. Hot shot. Whoa. <laughs> it's not a lot, but. It's, it, it's a lot more. I do think, I um, and that's something me and Catherine have talked about, that like Facebook is kind of, we need to put more focus on it because it it is, 
video is is doing really well on there right yes. now and yes. um yeah. it's it's like i don't know it's it's i think being ignored by a lot of people we just like kind of have always just put stuff up on there for just like no oh, we'll post it on our business page and we've gotten up to like 25,000 followers but it's like the th- garbage from Instagram gets carried yeah, over to Facebook pretty much mm-hmm. but there is like I mean there's there's just so many I think that's that's next on our maybe not next because you could think about it it's like YouTube, Twitter and yeah. Instagram combined you can write statuses you can share photos you can make reels you can make long form videos up to 10 minutes long you can There's do that on IGTV too. I mean, all but nobody the platforms, watches IGTV. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. But not on mine, might. at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine doesn't have no plays. But my point is, Facebook it, it, it I, was outdated, but it's still the most versatile social media. Yeah, and I yeah. get I get drug into like these <laughs> these videos on Facebook that like hook you in in the first second, and like they they're like trying to open something or like whatever, cook something really weird. Yeah, and it's like it's like it's something that should take like one second. And then it's like, it's, but but they draw you in that initial <laughs> second. Yeah. Chaotic energy. And then it's like yeah. a 15 minute video of like, yeah. oh my God, I wonder what's in here. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> oh. And like, I find myself watching it and I'm just like, I don't know. And obviously I know that like, as, after I get like 20 seconds into it, I'm like, oh, it's one of these videos yeah. where they just drag duped, you but I'm on. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> but something about that is just like so interesting to me. Like, what is it that grabbed me in the very beginning of this? Um, that made me watch this for 10 minutes and just like, that, I've, know, I've, I've heard a, somebody comment or message me, and this was only a few days ago, because I, I shared a post of me putting in some spray foam, or not spray foam, expanding foam footings. Yeah. Because I knew, like, I, I saw you did a rebuttal to it. Yeah. You get people riled up. So, oh, I yeah. was just trying the product. Um, and uh, I, the, the post moved a little bit as the foam expanded a little off, but it was just a test post. Yeah. But I posted it with the post moving and it's like, not 16 times speed, so it was like, you did a, You did a post-post? I did a post-post. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and somebody messaged me. He's like, did you do that for the chaotic energy to get people talking, to get people arguing about why the post moved? And I'm like, a part of me did because I seen it move. And I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 That'll get him. Yeah. I didn't realize that he was calling it chaotic energy. I'm like, I really like that term. And it's like them when they're like trying to open a can and they just can't figure it out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, what's going on? Will she ever open the can? Or like when yeah. they make pasta and they dip it in the sauce first, the whole jar of sauce, and then they put it and then they pour the sauce over it. And you realize, like, why are you doing that? It's like it's this insane way of yeah. doing something. They're like, I, and the, the title is like, I never. I can't believe I never thought of doing it. Like, and then they do like <laughs> the most simple thing in yeah. the most absurd way. For, and then for, you don't yeah. really realize till the end that like, okay, they just tricked me this whole time. It's a time. troll. Yeah. yeah. Which so is, they did it on purpose. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so interesting It's to actually me. genius. Yeah. It's so it's, genius. And yeah. that's what like appeals me to it. Like, what was it that, how did they trick me into this? What was yeah. that grab? Because we all need, you know, whether it's an impactful thing or it's not, yeah. you need that that initial grab they get attention your two cents. literally so, they get your two cents yeah exactly so like i came up with like a really i don't know if i want to share this and because you might take it but you just edit it out i'm just saying i was thinking like oh. we need something to grab somebody like right away in a video so i was thinking and hear me out on say this say like pay attention brian yeah. no i was thinking like right pay attention here. Catherine. <laughs> are you actually gonna do it that's what i was gonna do no that's what just I'm a, okay with it because everyone will know you That was just a long copy. format joke. We're not going to do that. <laughs> what was your actual plan? Or was that, uh, was that what you were running up that to? That was just a very long build. But I beat you to your own build. joke. Yeah. God. Sorry, I apologize for you that. You guys really I mean, are. I know, <laughs> really freaking me weird. out a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so I meant to get to this question like, I don't know, like, how long are we going? Like nine hours? It's 51 minutes. Okay. okay. Oh, really? It's, we're still under an hour. Under so, okay. Hour. We've covered everything from creation of Wood Bully to now. Okay. What is... I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say what's your, what's your five ten year plan because I know you'll say uh, I don't know. Anything's possible. That's what I would say. <laughs> well, so, my, I actually next? have where, a five ten what, year plan. I'm gonna be probably somewhere close to where I am right now in Florida on a beach somewhere. Okay. Uh, in the middle of January or what? What month is it? February. That's right. I don't know. Whatever. It's cold. Yeah. And I don't want to be. <laughs> I feel like I don't I'm stuck be in where I'm moment. supposed to be. In a moment like in eternity right now. So, so my actual plan, like, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I, I created my brand and I decided to market it like a comic book or like a band. Yeah. Where I'm a comic book character myself. Yeah. So, so me as the wood bully. Um, I haven't seen anybody do that for a construction company before. So I thought it would be clever. And I know it works. I see people do it all the time. They become famous like Mr. Beast. That's not his name, but he's incredibly famous for whatever he does i don't know what he does my kids watch it though but yeah but my point is like this this however that people with these business degrees were taught to scale these businesses they weren't taught to do it in today's market right now they were taught to do it whenever their professors did it which is totally different because we're looking at the world now and i was just even talking to hgtv personality telling me that hgtv is pretty much over yeah and the internet is the hgtv like madison avenue is gone and right. Don't know what that is. It, uh, it's, uh, Cultural uh, adver- advertising oh, before oh, television. Oh, okay. Like yeah, Mad yeah, New York. Yeah, Mad Men. Mad Men. That's, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought, you yeah, seen I, Mad Men? Yeah, I thought it was another <laughs> hey, that's like, Canadian. Over. You thought it was a Canadian uh, show that we didn't yeah, have like, access to. <laughs> I don't know any of this. You're from New Jersey. How do you not know this? We know <laughs> Avril Lavigne. We know Nickelback. You know Drake and Justin Bieber. Yeah, we know them. Mm. Yeah, I love those Justin are like Bieber. Way more honestly. relevant than yeah. the yeah. examples that you gave. Yeah, Avril Lavigne was really dope when we were in junior high. <laughs> yeah, it totally yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. Anybody, anybody that sits here and says that they don't wish they were as cool as Justin Bieber is lying. I think Justin Bieber is like pretty I, freaking I, cool. I think he's too cool. He's super cool. He seems to bother him. He, he, I would probably be bothered by how cool I was if I was Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like the, yeah. he wears these like insane outfits and looks like cool and like i just look at that i'm like i'm just trying to imagine if i wore that how absolutely ridiculous i would look (laughs) but he's justin bieber and he looks so cool i think you'd look cooler than you think because no i don't think so you just gotta do it because you're big on youtube do anything with confidence and you'll be believable yeah i fully believe that and if it's a first impression believable like people will be like he really does think he looks cool on that but he doesn't i think everyone who's bieber looks yeah wears it it's like wow he's wearing that like super oversized pullover hoodie it looks yeah, so you're cool right. that is kind of weird yeah it's but, amazing uh, you just gotta make it your thing so in terms of scaling <laughs> in five years my plan was there was a point where i wanted to i wondered if i should market Woodbully as a person or as a company online i know that the actual business itself is always Woodbully ltd and i'm gord and i meet people and i'm a real person but i i, I did consider and i wasn't was sure if you're a real person i was starting to i consider this i don't know if it sounds stupid or not but um, also, I, I always wondered, it, do you have when you introduce yourself to a brand, if you're trying to make a brand deal, how do you tell them you're an influencer without sounding like a dick? <laughs> um, well, that's uh, it's or a very good question. I'm really question. popular. Um, I think it's it's it it can be tough because it's no matter what you say to somebody, if you want to work with them, if they don't know who you are already. They normally do, but it's yeah. it's a matter of like. 
I mean, it doesn't matter how how many followers you have. Like, there's certain brands that are like here that are just like, oh, oh, what you're on what YouTube? What is it called? YouTube? Yeah, TikTok. Yeah, my kid uses that. That's you, usually yeah. Like, that's how it was for the first year. But what, now you it's have now bad it's breath. You want a TikTok? Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, it's caught up now. But uh, so I think it's just like you know, we we work with a, a few brands, and it's you know you kind of go up to them and you say. Hey, you know, this is, we're, we're kind of building our business around this. Like what, what are you guys doing for marketing? Um, you know, do, do you think that, do you think that what we're doing provides value to you? Um, no, I, who taught you sales? Do you think, no, this is why? No, 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 no. I don't think so because I mean, ultimately Ooh, our first differentiator. Yeah. Whoa. This is why, this is, <laughs> this is why it. here's what we're doing. Not, no. Do you think maybe we can? No, no, no. I don't know. So, like, what we do is is concrete. It's it's has analytics to back it up. Of course. And it's we don't want to we don't want to convince a brand to work with us. We want them to be excited to work with with us. Right. And and no There's matter a push what, push and shove on their end is what I mean. Is like when you say if you can, they'd be like, well, here's what you're gonna do for us. And then it's this. Well, then I, I say yeah, and then I say no. you know we don't want to work. We want <laughs> this to be mutually valuable. We want to Correct. both feel valued. Correct. Exactly. And and make I want to provide. I want to provide mm-hmm. the best you know spend that you could possibly exactly. get. And exactly. I want to feel like we've been compensated properly, but I want you to feel like at the end of a year, whatever you we renew do, this contract. yeah, that you feel like this is amazing, and we both yes. feel really good about this, yes. and. You know, it's, it's, I feel like uh, to an ex, it almost doesn't matter how you bring it up because like, if that's your goal, if that's what you want, mm-hmm. like you can say it in any way. And it's just like, you can say, Hey, uh, I really like this product. Um, Hey, listen, we're, we're, uh, we're a, a builder, but we're also creating a lot of content and we want to, um, we're focusing on, on that content creation. And, you know, do you see do you see that aligning with with what you're doing? I think our audience would really. That's right. The word with, audience, you have to throw it in there because at some point you have to tell them that people are watching, and you yeah. don't want to seem like that's. For me, I always have that issue. It's like, what's your audience? It's, oh, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. But why would you say that to a brand you're about to partner with? If well, yeah, you, you want to humble yourself, but they don't. They want to know. I don't think you want to humble yourself. You want. In to general. say that, well, yeah, I mean, in general, except I think, for that moment, except for that moment, <laughs> yeah. you want to, you don't want to say, uh, we're doing this, like, not that you don't want to be humble about it, but you want to, you don't want to pump it up, like, oh my god, look at what we're doing. You want the whatever you're doing to be, like, at the end of the day, like they're gonna look at the numbers and the influence and, exactly. and all that kind they're of do, stuff. Do, do, do diligence, but right. what you want to do is humble yourself by saying. We've done all this, but we're just at the beginning. We're just starting out. Correct. I feel like yeah. we've just started and sell them the vision. And for me, it's like I right literally now. have just started. Yeah, I mean, you can put a yeah. value on <laughs> on analytics. You can't put a value on vision of of the what the picture that you paint of where we're going together. The train track that yeah. we're laying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You already know this stuff because we're the same person. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wake up in the morning. Sometimes you think you're me when you look in the mirror. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm Gordon South. Yeah, that's the name. Yeah. That's a secret name. I know. How did you find that name? I probably put it on my social media. It's on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly where that I found it. And that your uh, big research. Uh, Facebook yeah. and everything. It's yeah. a weird name, but it's a real name. A lot Gordon? Of people ask me. Is that your real name? Like South being my last name? Yeah. 
does sound like a like a famous person's name. Gordon Thank South. You. Gordon Thank you South. For that. Yeah. yeah, it does. It has a nice ring to it. It's it all, does. Yeah, it is a famous person's name. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. I'm not. But all right, how so many subs do you have on on YouTube? Subscribers. Uh, that's we're what we call at, followers, uh, right? Uh, that's what that's what we call them on YouTube. Yes, yes. Yeah. Subscribers. Yeah. yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> Tell me like we a million subs. or something. Not even close. Not even close. Not even close at all. A million is like in yeah. our industry is like God King status. Of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like the biggest person in our in building products, uh, building, you know, construction. In construction is RR Buildings. I yeah. would say, and he's, he's a stud. He's almost at a million. But he's growing like so rapidly. Yeah, he's killing yeah. it. He's we'll be, hit millions on TikTok too. Oh, I know. He's, he's big everywhere. I mean, anything yeah. he touches just turns to gold. I mean, he's Good like he's absolutely killing it. Like he's the person I look to to like, wow, what what is he what is he doing that like not not that I can emulate, but I can pull something from because he's doing a lot of things right. Um, I've seen him do a couple of videos similar to my format recently, and I'm like, he's better than me at what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's he, whatever he does. Like, <laughs> hey, he's, he's doing what he does so well. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah that, I mean, we went so roundabout. We have one hundred seventy thousand subscribers. Sheesh. So that's what um, kids say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought they still said lit. I thought it was cheese or G's, but my son corrected me, and it's sheesh. Sheesh. Like sheesh. Yeah, but with lots of e's in there. Sheesh. sheesh. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, now you're well. So, I like it. Yeah. But so the thing I love about YouTube is that it's so different from all the other platforms. Um, it's it's so much more work to create the content. But you know we have 170,000 subscribers on there, which mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing. Which is I mean I from where we were at a couple of years ago, 100,000 was like an unthinkable number to me. Same with TikTok with me. Like, yeah, getting to 10. I remember when I got to 10k, I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm just. And and for how long did you think that that was really cool? And were you were you uh, like, literally probably five minutes? Yeah, like I am now. I just <laughs> looked at Facebook and hit 50k. I'm like, all right, now well, it's like 50.4, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly, moving. yeah, <laughs> just keep doing. But this. YouTube, you know, the average like view on something like uh like Instagram or TikTok is like. You know, they say across the board, it's about like eight to 10 seconds, somewhere that in that range. Nope. And we had uh, on YouTube last year, 68.5 million minutes watched, full minutes, mm -hmm. which, which is. I don't know how <laughs> I haven't like, you know, really done the math is right. I, I would say it's like roughly 129 years. <laughs> I think you're actually exactly there is there right. is, is that a metric that you actually got because I yeah. remember mine yeah, was like thousands of hours that <laughs> yeah. people watched. I'm like, yeah. that just it's a really it's, weird thing to think about. When yeah, when you when you look at it, you get into thousands of hours. It's just like yeah, it's so mm -hmm. like it's we incredible. did the the you know they send your year end analytics. It, it was kind of like the Spotify Wrapped thing they do for creators on YouTube, and it was like I heard urine analytics. Urine. <laughs> you sent in urine. Analytics, yeah, <laughs> got it analyzed, yeah. Okay, go turns on. out like I'm superhuman or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a strange thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> go on. It's not now. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if they actually said 129 years on their analytics, or I was just like, did you do the math? Uh, I did the math. I think maybe. you did the math. Yeah. yeah, for the years one. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like, okay, it's this many million minutes. I don't know. Was that math like on the company meeting on Monday morning or like everybody? The company meeting happens inside <laughs> my head at every hour on the hour. And you have everyone catch up through telekinesis. It's telekinesis, mm -hmm. right? Or is that when you move stuff? 
tele- telepathy is when you... Yeah, telepathy. Yeah. There okay, you go. Correct. I'm not kinetic sure, is, is but I, I think I might have that power because what when we walked in here to this show yesterday, I said, I really thought that there would be like a, like, we were hungry when we walked in and I said, oh, yeah. I said, yeah, um, we both had established that we were both hungry before we got to the show. And then as we were walking in, we just kept walking. We walked in the show and I was like, you know, I, I don't know. I just thought that there would be a, a gyro stand. <laughs> and then like we walked for like literally two minutes. She's like, there's, there's an actual gyro stand. I've had like yes. one gyro. I don't You're know. Blessed life. I don't know what, <laughs> like I've had a gyro like once ever. Like I don't yeah. like gyros. It just, it's I don't know Euros. why I said you just it. Isn't that like Euros? Euros? That's a Greek pronounce it? I don't Maybe. Know. She might not. I don't know. It's Euros on a pizza. I hear that a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of real Greeks who make Greek food in Toronto. So really? There's a Greek town. All the street signs are like uh, PlayStation controllers <laughs> and stuff. It's cool. You all should right. try it. All right, all right, all right. If you're ever in Toronto. Did we ever, did I ever ask the question of what's next for Woodbully? Did we yes. get there? What's next is, I don't know. You never know. But no, what's actually next is I do plan to... Basically, I plan to take on whatever opportunities I can and whatever challenges I can as I go, like I've always been doing. Like so keep your eyes open to what opportunities present themselves. Sometimes where I think I'm going to be and where I actually end up are two different things, but at least I have a plan. Um, I may, like next year, we've, we've planned to expand into two crews where I spend 50% of my time on both sites. And I'm going to see how that goes. Now, I know that's not typically how you, you, you split a cell and... Uh, but that's what we're going to oh, try. You want to make, nucleus, you wanna make video content on both sides? and, and Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just going to yeah, show okay. up for the cool stuff and make sure everyone's moving. <laughs> yeah. Move with purpose while I'm here and yeah. uh, make sure everyone knows what they're doing. Any troubleshooting that, that they, they're afraid to fall on the sword, they need the boss to fall on the sword. That's yep. the troubleshooting that I have to do. And if I can do that at two different places uh, during the day, as long as my sites you know, are managed, I have two foremen, two crews, yeah. myself, um, I think potentially you could grow you know, 70% in sales. With yeah. that, I know because I'm assuming there'll be a 30% decline in productivity with me um, not always being around. Yeah. Because it's hard to move with purpose when you don't think that way. And I always think that way. I'm like, no empty trips. And it's just the way I think, like, you could be doing this. Well, you just, so the later we can be doing that, and blah, 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 blah. Because there's a million parts. It's like a puzzle you have to put together. Yeah. You know that when you're doing something where you're excavating, pouring a foundation for a deck that's going to be built in, in a week from now, but you're doing the patio, you know, you have to think a hundred steps ahead, if not more. In order for this to go smoothly, and you're the only one who wants to think that way. Yeah, that sounds like a an extremely logical um, way to think and not chaotic at all. Especially that you put it, it doesn't sound like there's chaos in your brain at all times. I picture it as a jigsaw <laughs> puzzle. It's a jigsaw puzzle, and I go, okay. So, what's our best approach to start? And then when we reach problem number one, yep. which is usually day number one. Yeah. Okay. Now, what are we going to do? How are we going to continue? What's the most efficient way to continue? Then we keep trucking along until we hit the next problem. And then we go, okay, do we have to move backwards? I hope not. <laughs> sometimes we do. And then so for me, biting the bullet when you have to move backwards is the hardest thing for me to do. But it, sometimes it's like the easiest and most, uh, the most obvious solution is always the right one, but you don't want it to be. Yeah. And it's like, can we all just sit around this problem for 10 minutes, scratching our heads, and then eventually go... Let's just do what was obvious, Yeah. which we don't want to because it involves walking backwards a little bit. Yeah. And everyone hates walking. Even yeah, if it's only sure. 20 minutes backwards, you'd rather spend an hour trying to find a way around <laughs> it than move backwards. 100%. Yeah. Right? We're, and we're that's, there a lot of times. That's yeah. where I have to get through my own head and go, okay, no, just do it again. Yeah. Like, right? you know that you should just 
remove that piece, but like there's just, a mental block of like, oh, I gotta take well, the what nail if I change the that. whole design? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. It's just that that's where I get carried away. It's just some things, but it's like it all ends up being 100% perfect when it's over. But, yeah. but I really have to strategize how we're going to do this efficiently where I don't just spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on bad decisions while we're doing this or thousands yeah. of dollars on bad decisions because it's all at the end of the day. It's coming out of my pocket when I make a bad decision. So yeah, that's a weird thing to think about, but that's the, the price you pay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. you're business, an owner. Not only an owner, but you're in a construction business where you're working outdoors. Yeah, it's a lot of unforeseen circumstances that guys who work indoors do not see. It's true. It is true, and weather and and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, I think we're running up against our our happy hour here. Yeah, and, yeah. and um. I feel like you guys could talk forever. Though, I, so. know, <laughs> I know. Too bad he like, doesn't, he doesn't I don't live. even know what to dissect from this other than you get a good, a good couple TikTok videos out of this for sure. I, ju- I just think the like the value of just just thinking uniquely, thinking outside the box. You've done some things that are just like so outside the box that you know, like you know, maybe somebody's not gonna say they're booked out for a year when they're working for somebody else and, and do that. But like, but just that, have that spirit about you. Cause we've done just different stuff that is outside the box like that. But that's such a genius thing. And to like, you know, say, Hey, pay attention, Brian, in the beginning of each one of your videos, whether it was sort of a mistake that turned into a thing that you was intentional. It's like, you know, Brian is the person that's watching, you know, when I watch your video, I become Brian and I pay attention. And it's um, it's just little things like that that, um, I don't know, I, I I feel so jumbled mentally because I feel like I've been talking to my mirror for an hour. But I think a lot of people can, like, glean just just something out of the spirit of our conversation of, like, think outside the box. Don't be afraid yeah. to try something different that's unorthodox because... You can have amazing results, like you know, just do that. Like, yeah, think, try. You yeah. might fail. I did. Yeah. I failed a couple times before I was successful. So yeah, I fail like whatever all the time. I I'm mean, failing I mess up right stuff now, and I'll fail again time. tomorrow. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, <laughs> but I, like, I always look forward to the future. Yeah, yeah. and it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of freaked out at how I don't know. I feel like I'm talking to my mirror, and we think so similarly. And uh, we should partner up. You want to <laughs> be Wood Bully, New Jersey? I probably just scrap yeah, everything you've done this far. I'm down with that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Wood Bully is Wood Bully Premier Outdoor Living. I don't know. No, I think Wood Bully is better than Premier Outdoor Living. Do you way, honestly think? Yeah, that? I do. That's very yeah, hundred percent. That's humble. Premier Outdoor Living is just like I don't. I know. was actually going to originally call my company Oasis Outdoor Living before. Like yeah. I had that no, idea Wood ten Bo- years Wood ago. Bully, Wood like, Bully is great. Yeah, especially. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Hey, I was like, I was like a little like I thought it was cool, but like mostly indifferent about it. Until you kind of explained what your thinking behind it was, and I think it's genius. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think like is the I hear wood, that a lot. Is the wood bully the company? Is it? <laughs> or is are it you a, the wood bully? Yeah. Should it be a character? Am I the wood bully? Like who? Who's the wood bully? I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just your character that you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. So who is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have we have we have. I hope that our listeners can get out of this. Think outside the box. Don't be afraid to to do something that's unorthodox because obviously it is working for Mr. Gordon South. And you told I said me to that. tell you, yeah, you told okay. me to tell you when you're talking in circles. 
You're talking, talking in circles. circles. Talking in circles. Wrap it up. H- highly edited podcast. <laughs> we don't edit it we at all, know. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I feel like we're going to have to do a follow-up on this episode. Until next we're time. We're going to come to Toronto next time. Yeah. yeah. Next time. If we have, we, Catherine, you're talking in circles. I was just doing my outro. Yeah, do it. I wasn't talking in circles. I said, do you guys I have a fun outro? No, it's just, until next time, this is Premier Outdoor Living. No, wait. No, that's what we said. Oh, my God. I'm so thrown for a loop. Until next time, <laughs> this is the hardworking happy hour. See you next week.